This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Join the campaign and make a donation at ChorusFeedsKids.com. Chorus Feeds Kids, generously supported by Denny's. We don't just report the news, we break it, investigate it, and put it in context. I'm Chris Galis, and CKNW News is now teamed up with Global News. We're all over Vancouver, uncovering the stories that get you talking. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Global News at 11 o'clock and good morning. I'm John Meyer. There's a three-alarm condo fire right now in downtown Langley. This is near 56 and 201A in Langley. And flames can be shooting up from the building. The fire is impacting traffic in all directions. Well, the winter weather keeps pounding the Fraser Valley and the Coquihalla Highway where a snowfall warning is still in place. Global BC meteorologist Michael Koo says cold Arctic air over the highway and a low pressure system over the coast are giving significant snow to the area. So what's next for Metro Vancouver? Temperatures are going to drop off tonight and then overnight, and that's going to create some problems with all the water that's come down in the last 24 to 48 hours. We're going to get some freezing and potentially flash freezing. Koo says the cold Arctic air is moving in and pushing the snow and rain out later this evening. North Shore Rescue's Mike Dank says there is very high avalanche danger today. He's stressing that people stay out of the backcountry and stay in bounds. ICBC's Claim Center line received uh, 2,100 calls yesterday, which is about double the amount they normally get. Delta police are investigating a suspicious death overnight. Police found a 53-year-old man unconscious after responding to a fight behind a pub. This is in the 1200 block of 56th Street. Police were told there was an altercation between a small group of men, including the 53-year-old, they're treating it as a suspicious death until they actually determine the cause. There are currently two men in custody. Internationally today, the Kurdish militant group TAK has claimed responsibility for the deadly twin bombings in Istanbul yesterday. At least 38 people were killed after a car bomb exploded. Then moments later, a suicide bomber blew himself up near police outside the city's main soccer stadium. The bomb blasts are just the latest in a wave of attacks to hit the country blamed on ISIS and Kurdish rebels. Lama Hassan, ABC News, London. Tragedy in Africa as 160 people are dead after the roof of a church collapsed. Over 200 people died when a church building collapsed in Akwaibom State in southern Nigeria. Reporter Samuel Akachoy says the church was crowded with worshippers who had come to see a bishop ordained. The state government said it will investigate to see if building standards were compromised. Well, BC care providers are encouraging residents in Metro Vancouver to look out for elderly neighbours during this cold snap. Social isolation is something that seniors deal with in periods where we are experiencing bad weather because their caregivers or their family may not visit them as often because the weather is inclement. We really are encouraging people, if they know a senior and elderly person that is by themselves, reach out to them. If you can visit them, we're encouraging people to do that over the next few days. BC Care Provider CEO Daniel Fontaine wants seniors also who are struggling to shovel the snow to use the Snow Angel service if they can. A homeless charity for teens is calling on generosity as well for a donation of gifts so homeless kids can experience a real Christmas. Covenant House Vancouver houses between 50 and 55 youths a night and they'll have anywhere from 60 to 100 visit during their daily drop-in programs. Michelle Classia says donations of clothing and shoes are greatly needed. Covenant House is primarily privately funded, so we earn about half our revenue for the entire year during the Christmas seasons. But also people in the month of December can donate new clothing, also shoes and boots, and uh, think about Christmas presents, so things that um, a young person might like to receive for Christmas. Classius says helping out young homeless people before they become a member of the adult homeless community could save their life and also prevent long-term costs to society. CKNW News has been brought to you by Martin Brothers Funeral Services. Find out more at uh, bcfunerals.com.
uh, find out more rather about the BC Ministry Financial Assistance Program at mbfunerals.com. Now it's uh, news time 1104. It's the latest AM 730 traffic on CKNW. Here is Aaron Ubells. In North Vancouver, Mount Seymour Road is temporarily closed while crews recover vehicles that have gotten stuck and they make the road safe. The estimated time for opening is 11.30 this morning. In Coquitlam, an accident on Austin at Mariner Way. Police are redirecting traffic there and also a water main break in Vancouver on 2nd Avenue and Anderson Street. That's at the entrance to Granville Island. Lots of pooling water throughout the lower mainland, so take caution as you're traveling today. For the most up-to-date traffic information, go to AM730, all traffic, all the time. I'm Erin Ubells. Thank you very much, Aaron. CKNW uh, weather now from Global Sky Tracker. And it looks like the snowfall warning continuing for the Fraser Valley and the Coquihalla Highway, where anywhere from 15 to 20 centimeters of additional snow is expected. Uh, mostly rain for Metro Vancouver, but then down to zero overnight, and there is a risk of flash freezing. Sun is expected tomorrow, but it's going to be chilly uh, with a high of zero, and we're going to get lows anywhere from minus 6 to minus 10 this week, outside CKNW Pacific Center uh, downtown, it is currently plus two. The weather for the Good Feet store. Take your first step toward pain-free feet today in Surrey off 101st Ave or goodfeet.com. CKNW News Time coming up on 1106. I'm John Meyer. The information, opinions, and views expressed on air during this show do not reflect the official opinion of CKNW and Chorus Entertainment. The information aired during this show is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional advice and is not intended to replace the services of a professional. This is the Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW. Now in HD. Details at CKNW.com. Well, good morning and welcome to the show. I'm Sterling Fox. In just a few minutes, Liz Bryant from the Canadian telehealth company Go eVisit will join us with information on how you can turn your computer, smartphone, or tablet into a private, face-to-face medical consultation platform. But first, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. Consumer confidence jumped more than forecast this month as Americans expressed the sunniest picture of their financial situation in 11 years, extending a boost following Donald Trump's election victory. The election only a month ago, but Trump is already having a massive impact on consumer confidence and outlook for the future. In the preliminary reading of the University of Michigan's December Index of Sentiment, consumer confidence jumped by more than expected amid a rosier outlook for their own personal finances, and their best opinion on the government's economic policies in seven years, with unprompted mentions of an improving policy backdrop reaching an all-time high. Due to a strengthening job market and optimism about better economic policies ahead, 40% of those surveyed also said they're expecting to be in a better financial situation a year from now, the most in a decade. Of course, Trump has yet to take office, though he's already directly inserting himself into business business decisions made by corporate America, United Technologies, Carrier, Air Conditioners, and Ford, among companies singled out by Trump as in need of special attention. If confidence is to stay elevated, Trump will need to quickly make good on pledges to boost the nation's economic performance after January 20th. Still, he has quite the wave under him as he assumes office in just a few weeks. Jill Bennett was talking about this next story earlier this morning here on CKNW. After decades of prohibiting airline passengers from talking on their cell phones, federal regulators are mulling the idea of allowing travelers to make phone calls while in flight. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Department of Transportation announced Thursday it was considering eventually allowing in-flight calls from airline passengers. The key word here is eventually, as in those phone calls could be years away. In order to change the current ban, the DOT will have to study the feasibility of such calls and analyze public comments. We know that some passengers already place phone calls via Skype or Google Voice or other voice over internet protocol services on some flights. The potential rule change wouldn't exactly mean that all 300 or so passengers are talking on their phones, although that is possible. Instead, the ability to call would come with two provisions. First, First, 
airlines would really hold the power, having the option to provide in-flight call service. And secondly, passengers would have to be informed if their flight allows calls well in advance. Despite the DOT's apparent openness to changing the rules, the agency says public input gathered in the past couple of years shows a substantial majority of individual commenters expressed opposition to voice calls on the grounds that they're disturbing, particularly in the confined space of an airline cabin. Delta Airlines and JetBlue say they would continue to prohibit calls. United Airlines says, while we're looking at this, we're going to carefully evaluate it. Travel advocacy group Travelers United says passengers have expressed nobody likes the concept of voice calls on planes. The Association of Flight Attendants took an even more strident position, uh, calling the whole idea reckless, saying that it threatens security and increases the possibility of conflict between passengers. These sentiments echoed in spades by callers this morning here on CKNW. Clearly, the story will take quite a few years to be resolved. In the meantime, place your device in airplane mode or turn it off completely before takeoff, please. We've been following this next story for weeks. Samsung will render the remaining Galaxy Note 7s useless and inoperable with its next and final update for the recalled smartphone. The company confirmed it plans to release an update a week from tomorrow, December 19th, to be distributed across all major carriers within 30 days that will prevent Galaxy Note devices from charging and eliminate their ability to work as mobile devices. The final shutdown of the phone appears to be Samsung's last effort to get all Note 7s back in its possession. Samsung says 93% of U.S. sold Note 7s have been returned, but that still leaves over 130,000 phones out there. And with this next update meant to basically kill the device for good, uh, Samsung will ramp up communication with customers still holding on to them for some reason. The Note 7 was recalled back in September after multiple reports of units that caught fire. So the replacement units were quickly sent out, and darn if they didn't catch fire too. So the whole thing is done uh, as of a week from tomorrow. And finally, it's hard enough to buy perfect, thoughtful gifts for everyone on your holiday shopping list without having to worry that your hard-earned money is going toward a counterfeit product. But with more and more consumers looking for that good deal online, the likelihood that you'll eventually come across a bogus brand coat, tablet, or other gift increases. So this year, police departments everywhere and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, no less, are getting together to provide some tips on at least three ways in which you can make sure the items you're looking at and want to buy are the real deal. Number one, sounds too good to be true. If you come across a product that claims to be marked down significantly from what it's sold for on other sites, it's probably not the deal you're really looking for. Number two, buy directly from retailers. One way to ensure you're getting the name brand product you want is to buy directly from the company's website. Now, sometimes that'll cost you a few bucks more, but it can also provide you with the certainty that it's not a fake. So there's a peace of mind markup, if you want to call it that. And finally, here's something simple. Look closely. Misspelled names or descriptions can be a telltale sign that the product isn't what it claims to be. All pretty common sense tips to be sure, but in the hustle and haste typical of this season, it's all too easy to get conned by a slick, fake website selling knockoffs. As always, it's caveat emptor, buyer beware. Those are some of the big stories we're following this week. We'll have a few more a little later on. Linda will join us too with another steel report, this time about a new substitute for Botox. Would you believe B? Venom? Details later in the program. Up next, Liz Bryant from telehealth provider Go eVisit with interesting news for BC consumers on how to get into the virtual medical consultation game. Stay with us. This is Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW. Now, the Rundown. Don't miss the Go Ballet presentation of the Nutcracker, December 15th to 20th at the Centre for Performing Arts. Cheer on Canada's women's soccer team when they play for the first time since winning bronze at the Olympics. They take on Mexico February 4th at BC Place. And a Vancouver tradition, Bright Nights at Stanley Park is on now until January 1st. Ride the Bright Nights train and experience the lights, display, and live performers. Or view the displays at the train plaza by donation. 
The Angel's Halo by Ragnar Jewelers. It's heavenly. A half-carat center diamond with eight brilliant diamonds set on the left with eight more on the right in a white gold band that lets the sun shine straight through your diamond. Another 16 round brilliant cut diamonds hug the center diamond, creating a stunning halo that floats above the band. Made right here at Ragnar Jewelers for just under $3,000 because every angel deserves a halo. Ragnar Jewelers on 64th and Granville or at Oak Ridge Center. Time, it moves so quickly. Jim Perkins, president of Fair Trade Works. Time for family and friends. Time to enjoy life. Time is important. And it's important you don't spend time chasing down trades and pay schedules. Trust a professional Fair Trade Works advisor to manage the details of your next projects, leaving you time for the important things. For your next home improvement project, work with a Fair Trade Works advisor. Find out more at fairtradeworks.biz. The information, opinions, and views expressed on air during this show do not reflect the official opinion of CKNW and Chorus Entertainment. The information aired during this show is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional advice and is not intended to replace the services of a professional. The Vancouver Consumer continues on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the program. I'm Sterling Fox, joined in studio by Liz Bryant, CEO of Go E-Visit Healthcare Company. And Liz, welcome to Vancouver Consumer. Nice to have you with us on CKNW today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. Can I get you to just lean into the mic a little bit so we can... Absolutely. There we go. Much better. I'm going to quote you, and to your face no less, Canadians, quote, Canadians are ready to take control of their healthcare and want alternatives to waiting for non-emergency care. Two-thirds of Canadians surveyed want to access care the way they access so many other services, through technology. And here you are with a brand-new Canadian company with precisely the, the point that these people are expressing. We need more access. You know, it, it, it's, it's very common to turn on the radio and hear a newscast say, well, you know, the, uh, uh, the wait time to see a doctor at uh, Vancouver General right now is 2 hours and 15 minutes. And they go down the list of all the medical facilities and the wait times. This bypasses most of those wait times in certain circumstances. So tell us a little bit about telehealth, and then we'll zoom in on Go E-Visit. Absolutely. Well, telehealth is really a a system that uses uh, very specific guidelines to diagnose and treat specific um, situations, medical situations. Okay. In our situation with Go E-Visit, we developed the program because there are over 5 million Canadians across the country that do not have family doctors. Mm-hmm. And emergency and, and walk-in clinics are filled with people who are seeking non-emergency care. So we looked at ways to take some of the burden off the system. Go E-Visit provides access to medical professionals who specialize in the, in the delivery of virtual care using technology that people use every day, their computers, their smartphones, mm-hmm. their tablets. Uh, we really believe that uh, a service like Go Visit is changing the conversation about how non-emergency care is accessed and treated. Okay, so this is a, a telehealth uh, a company. It is. Uh, it, it, it's new to Canada, but the telehealth concept has been around for at least a little while, hasn't it, Liz? Telehealth is exploding around the world, and certainly telehealth in various forms has been in existence for well over 50 years. Okay. It is not new, but it's somewhat new to Canada. And being able to deliver care this way is really only available now because technology has given us tools that allow us to to communicate and see each other in real time. Okay, so this would be, in some instances, this service would replace the walk-in clinic, for example, or better still, and certainly on an expense ratio, replace a lot of very unnecessary visits to the very expensive emergency room. It absolutely can do that. And and if I can walk you through just a little bit of a scenario. Please do. You, you may have a young mom who is at home. She's got a couple of children, baby up all night. She knows she's going to have to take the baby either to the doctor or to a walk-in clinic in the morning. She doesn't want to have to bundle both the children up. She maybe won't be able to get into her physician right away or mm-hmm. into a walk-in clinic right away. So she can connect with us at Go E-Visit. We have care coordinators that will vet the call to make sure it is something that can be treated virtually. And then that client is placed into a virtual waiting room. 
The client decides how they want their medical consultation to happen. It can happen by telephone, by Skype. Uh, it can happen by FaceTime. And they are placed in a, in a virtual waiting room, really, and then the medical professional will call them back according to the method that they want it to be called back. Okay, so you can a include visit. a visual dimension. You can do Skype Absolutely. or FaceTime. It doesn't have to be only uh, audio. No. Okay. As a matter of fact, the, many of our clients do prefer a FaceTime call. I would think so. And if it's a situation where there's a rash or something that a picture can be taken up that can be uploaded into our platform, the, the medical professional can take a look. Uh, it's very much like being face-to-face. And it is just for non-emergency conditions. Right. The only question I suppose that uh, I have to ask on uh, is uh, when you sit down opposite a medical professional in a walk-in clinic or any kind of scenario Mm -hmm. uh, and you express, well, here's what's wrong today. Mm -hmm. And the first thing the doc is going to likely do is take your blood pressure and, you know, uh, and and your pulse and all of this, the, the tactile stuff. There's going to be human contact. So when we're doing it virtually, those uh, opportunities simply don't exist. How do you get those, that information, though, particularly about a small person, a child who's not well? Absolutely. Well, we do recommend that parents, particularly anyone, actually, that's, that is using our platform, have a thermometer. And we do have tools that are available as well that we can send to the home so that they can, can um, have that at home for, okay. the, for the consult. I think you would find, though, in, in the majority of cases... Uh, non-emergency situations, coughs, colds, flu, pink eye, um, urinary tract infections, things along that line don't require a lot of the, the touch and feel. Sure, right. And we use very sophisticated and proven virtual practice guidelines. So our doctors actually walk through a series of questions. They, they take the, the medical history. The whole process takes about 30 minutes to really complete a visit. And by, because they know what to ask... And they they know how to coach the client. The diagnosis is is um, accurate at, at the end of the situation, and our doctors can prescribe if a prescription is necessary. Oh, okay. Well, that was my next question. Absolutely. Because if you need some medicine, uh, can you do that um, virtually as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. But what's really nice about the GoEase visit model is that we're very very conscious of the overprescription of antibiotics, for example, which is a huge issue. Yes. In in the the system. And our medical professionals can, can look and, and advise and educate on home remedies that can be tried in addition to if there is a prescription required. In many cases, non-emergency conditions can be viral. An antibiotic won't work in a viral situation. Sure. So they can give alternative types of home remedies that, that will help in that situation. What's also very nice about the GOE visit uh, process is that our care coordinators follow up the next day. And we make sure that the people are are getting better. They have an opportunity to do a complete complete analysis of the visit, so they give us that feedback. And we send a summary of the visit to them directly and to their primary care physician. You share share this this information with with the family doc. If they have a family doctor and they've given us that information, we share that information with the family doctor as well. So it's very comprehensive. How long has Go E-Visit even been around? Because i got to tell you, this is brand new to me. We're talking weeks. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, so we launched. I don't feel half as bad. That's so it's, it right. is that new then. It's only that's, weeks old. That's okay. right. It's been three years in development, but we've only launched uh, about six weeks ago. And our call center is here in Vancouver. So we're very excited to be looking after the rest of the country from, from beautiful Vancouver. So it is a pan-Canadian company. This Go E-Visit access to virtual medical consultation can be done from anywhere in Canada. That's right. And we actually have medical professionals from coast to coast. So we're able to accommodate the the difference in the time zones. Oh, okay. So again, uh, is it a 24-7 service uh, or or is it, uh, do you have office hours, so to speak? It's absolutely 24-7. And one of the the reasons that GoEVisit fits so well with the way we are accessing other services right now is that if you look at the population in Canada and how it is settled within 100 miles of the U.S. border. Mm -hmm. That means we have a lot of remote communities. We have a lot of rural communities. And as you know, there have been huge problems getting family doctors in those communities. If you have a a situation that that requires a visit with a, a doctor, 
GoEvisit can fit that niche very well because not only can we provide the visit, but we can actually, if there is a prescription involved, have your prescription delivered within uh, the next business day, within 24 hours. So that's a fabulous service for remote communities. So you not only uh, do uh, prescribe prescriptions, but you mm-hmm. can also um, pr- deliver the pres- fill the prescriptions and have them delivered. That's right. But the customer would have the option of taking the virtual prescription to the local pharmacy or simply wait for it to be uh, delivered by, I'm assuming, Canada Post or some delivery service. Uh, we do have a delivery service. Okay. That offers next business day, so within 24 hours. And the prescriptions, if they are required, can also be sent to the pharmacy of the client's choice. Okay. So uh, clearly, though, this is about non-emergency situations. So if someone calls up and they're in, in distress... This is not the right number to have called or the right email to have sent or contact to be made. But they'll be told by that, or told that rather, by a professional who will then offer a little bit of strategic advice as to get yourself to emerge too sweet or whatever the appropriate uh, recommendation is. Absolutely. We have three points of, of contact to ensure that a situation hasn't changed or hasn't escalated since we started the visit. So we're very confident by the time the the um, client has actually finished their their consult that the virtual practice guidelines serve them well. Okay. So um, uh, clearly this is a service. Generally one pays for a service, Liz. So how do, do we, is this a club? Do we have to join like Costco or something like that? Or it, 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 is it a per service fee? Uh, how does this whole uh, pay scheme work? Well, you know, that's actually the best part of, of Go Visit. It is There is no fee to enroll. There is no fee to use. Uh, telemedicine codes have been established in Canada, and go visit where it's appropriate will bill uh, provincial health plans okay. at a significant savings. You can imagine a visit to an emergency room, whether you need to be there or not, it's still billed at an emergency room rate. It's the most expensive option always, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. And telemedicine, um, we're, we're able to offer a telemedicine visit for significantly less. And when you do and even the, less than a walk-in clinic? Oh my, significantly less. Okay. So when when you at the end of the day, that saves uh, a lot of money for the system. That frees up critical dollars that can be used for other things. So you said this has been three years in the development, even That's though right. e- even though the concept has only been on, uh, out <laughs> for a couple of weeks. So it, it, part of the activity behind the scenes over the last three years, I would assume, Liz, has been. Uh, detailed negotiations with the health ministries of all the Canadian provinces and territories in order to get them on side so that this billing can go forward? No, that wasn't required because the telemedicine codes have already been established across the country. It's an existing paradigm. And it is our doctors who are already licensed to bill Okay, uh, using telemedicine. They're on board because it's an excellent savings to the system. It also helps to, to... ease up on the on the issues right now in emergency weight rooms and in walk-in clinics there's just such a burden on on those services right now people don't need to be there they don't have doctors they don't know where else to go so this gives them an option and i I will say that although it seems new and innovative in five years in five years, everybody's going to be, be doing common it. go-to right. for non-emergency conditions because people want to be able to access services like this the way they access other services, the way they shop, the way they bank, uh, the way they invest. It's all online. Mm-hmm. So back to the virtual waiting room, if yes. you don't mind. Yes. So you, you've, you've placed your call. You speak to a, 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 a health services professional who asks you a few basic questions to determine uh, get 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 her bearings or his bearings on what what the mm-hmm. problem might be, mm-hmm. and then once that's ascertained, you're put into what you call the virtual waiting room. That's right. How long are you likely to be in the virtual waiting room before a doctor comes on the line or, or, and makes contact mm-hmm. with you? The goal is to return the call within 30 minutes. Okay. And we can always tell how many people are in the queue in front of that client and let them know. Ask them if they if there's a better time for us to call back. They can choose their time. How we ask them how they want the visit to happen. And because we have providers from coast to coast, uh, we for, if someone's calling from Ontario, we can we can see what the wait list is for our Ontario physician, or another physician can pick them up. Interesting stuff. Our mm-hmm. guest is the CEO of Go E Visit, Liz Bryant in studio. Let's open up the phone lines before we break for the news here, Matt Humphreys. 604-280-9898. This is brand new stuff. 
As uh, Liz says, five years from now, it'll be old hat. But right now, it's brand new. What are your thoughts? 604-280-9898. Back with lots more after the news on Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. BC Scrap It CEO Dennis Ragoza on Going Clean. Traditional vehicles are responsible for 45% of BC's household greenhouse gases. But simply buying a new vehicle is expensive. BC Scrap It works to help. We provide incentives for BC vehicle owners so they can drive away sooner in a greener vehicle. Scrap your vehicle today and receive a rebate of up to $3,000 towards qualifying electric vehicles. For details, visit scrapit.ca. Mountain View is a Vancouver landmark, a peaceful resting place, a place to be remembered. Mountain View Cemetery near Fraser and 41st is where you'll find compassionate and caring, non-commissioned advisors to help you arrange a memorable final resting place. And because pre-planning is the key to your peaceful plan, you're encouraged to explore your options today. Mountain View Cemetery, where Vancouver remembers. Vancouver.ca slash Mountain View. You're busy, you've got things to do, and let's face it, you've got options. Thank you for building us into your morning routine. The John McComb Show is now the number one way to wake up in Vancouver. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Global News Time is 11.30. Good morning, I'm Matt Lee. A large condo fire happening right now in downtown Langley. That three-alarm blaze in the area of 56th and 201A Street with flame scene shooting up from the building. More information on this as the details come in. A snowfall warning remains in place for the Fraser Valley and parts of Vancouver Island. While snow is no longer a factor in Metro Vancouver, precipitation will continue out east with another 5 to 10 centimeters expected today before tapering off tomorrow morning. There is also a snowfall warning in place for the Coquihalla Highway from Hope to Merritt with snowfall around 20 centimeters today. It has been just over a year since Canada began to welcome large numbers of refugees from Syria. Federal Immigration Minister John McCallum, along with Quebec provincial and municipal politicians, will gather in Montreal with Syrian refugees to mark the event. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau noting the anniversary on his Twitter account today. International news. Responsibility for a deadly double bombing in Istanbul, Turkey is being claimed by the Kurdistan Freedom Falcons, or TAK. The group posting on its website that yesterday's attack was retaliation for ongoing violence in the country's southeast and the imprisonment of leader of the Kurdistan Workers' Party. 38 people, mostly officers, were killed when a car bomb and a suicide bomber detonated outside a soccer stadium last night. And while Star Wars fans have under a week to wait for the sci-fi franchise's next big release, Early Buzz is suggesting it will be worth it. Official reviews for Rogue One, a Star Wars story, are under embargo until Tuesday morning, but reports of cheering crowds spilled onto social media following the film's red carpet premiere last night in L.A. Star Trek actor Will Wheaton said he hadn't loved a Star Wars movie this much since the original. CKNW News Time is now 11.32. Now the latest AIM 7.30 traffic on CKNW. We'll check in with Dave Cannon. Well, good morning. We're going to start in Langley right now. There's an apartment fire, Fraser Highway and 201A Street. That's affecting traffic there. In Surrey, the lights are out 104th and 104th Avenue South. It's right at the intersection near 160th exit off of Highway 1. And then in Vancouver, a broken water main, 2nd Avenue at Anderson Street. That's at the entrance to Granville Island. And, of course, wherever you travel, winter driving conditions are in effect. Watch out for slushy roads and water pooling. For the most up-to-date traffic, go to AM730. All traffic all the time. I'm Dave Cannon. Global Sky Tracker weather on CKNW. Periods of mixed rain and snow this afternoon. Temperatures around the one degree mark, mainly clouds tonight. Chance of rain showers and flurries, a low of zero. Cloudy again heading into tomorrow. Tuesday is when another cold front moves in with a high of zero and lows all the way down to minus nine. In Burnaby right now, it is currently two degrees and cloudy outside CKNW Pacific Center. We're at three degrees. CKNW News Time is 1133. I'm Matt Lee. Don't miss the Fujifilm Focus on Lenses sales event at Carisdale Cameras. Save up to $400 on critically acclaimed Fujifilm lenses at eight locations and carisdalecameras.com. Discover amazing one-day-only deals at Sears just in time for the holidays. Don't miss incredible values like these. 
today only. Get a Cuisinart Perfect Temp Kettle or a Cuisinart Single Serve Grind and Brew Coffee Maker for just $79.99 each. You save up to $70. And take 25% off other coffee machines and kettles. Sears has the daily deals you can't afford to miss. So shop now before they're gone. In store and at Sears.ca. Ever buy something just because it's on sale? Hey, Pete, a couple packages arrived for you. Nice. What is that? It's a cat pacifier. Got a great deal on it. But is a great deal really that great if it's on something you can't possibly want? Right now, purchase the 2017 Fusion and Escape with 0% APR for 72 months, plus $500 year-end bonus cash. When you get a great deal on a Fusion and an Escape, it's easy to get into a Ford. Do you even own a cat? Pass me the other package. For details, visit findyourford.ca. The information, opinions, and views expressed on air during this show do not reflect the official opinion of CKNW and Chorus Entertainment. The information aired during this show is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional advice and is not intended to replace the services of a professional. This is the Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW, now in HD. Details at cknw.com. Super cloudy skies, plus two degrees in downtown Vancouver. It's exactly 11.35. I'm Sterling Fox with you on Vancouver Consumer this Sunday morning, joined in studio by Liz Bryant. Liz is the chief executive officer of MyCare MedTech Incorporated, uh, which for the past three years has been developing a service product called Go eVisit, which uh, Liz has been describing to us uh, for the past few minutes. It's a pan-Canadian. It's brand new. But as Liz has already pointed out, five years from now, this is going to be so old hat, so pro forma, the, the way we it'll be just so taken for granted. Uh, but at this point, it's still kind of cutting edge. What about the doctors of Canada? It's a pan-Canadian. Canadian thing. You were talking about your Ontario physicians and the call center in Vancouver and so on. Um, What sort of feedback or input have you received from medical professionals in the course of developing Go eVisit? That's an excellent question. And we not only had um, did a lot of consultation, not only in Canada, but in the United States as we were developing the program. But we have doctors on our board. We have doctors that deliver the program. We have doctors that invested in the program. So it was very much a collaborative issue, a situation all the way through to develop the very best we could bring to market. Interesting. Okay, let's take some phone calls. I did open the lines, and uh, lots of people have uh, have bitten on this one, only because it's such a new idea, at least in practice. You said it's been around in the States for quite a long time, right. but it's brand new in Canada. Uh, Ed in Coquitlam, good morning. Good morning. I have a couple of questions and concerns, actually. Um, the question... The question... Oh. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, go ahead, Ed. What is your question? Uh, question is, how how does it work out if if you are a walk? It's like a walk-in clinic. There's a concern that I have, even in walk-in clinics, that your medical history is not really known. So, how is that going to transpire on a telephone call or a face-to-face? On if you've got looking at somebody and you're diagnosing, you don't know their medical history. You're taking their word for it. What about prescription drugs? If they need something, how are you going to get that to them, the, 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 the script, so they can go and get it? Uh, fair questions. And, Ed, let me also just add with your question about medical history, because it's a fair question, Liz. How Absolutely. then, uh, in terms of the, not only the medical history, but the security of the medical history, once you've established a file on an e-patient, mm-hmm. uh, then there's your responsibility to safeguard these records, et cetera, that, uh, that are now in your possession. Absolutely. So, so there are three questions. Yeah. Ed, thank you. I, I think your questions are excellent ones. Uh, go e-visit because it's set up primarily for non-emergency care. It would not be any different than anyone going into an emergency weight room or a walk-in clinic. The, the person, the medical professional that sees that client really has to take them at face value with respect to what they're telling you about their medical history, True. what they're telling you about their prescriptions. Um, so that, that really is, is not any different. If after going through a visit which uses very comprehensive and proven virtual practice guidelines, a prescription is required, that prescription is sent by, directly from our doctor to the pharmacy of that client's choice. Okay, all right. So it, it's, at that point, it's, it's a doctor to pharmacist as it would be in a walk-in clinic or in an emergency weight room. 
the issue of the security of medical information is a yes. really important one. Yes, and we've seen some breaches here in British Columbia, and they're pretty scary. That's right. GoE Visit stores all of all medical records securely in a private cloud that is HIPAA compliant, and HIPAA is the gold standard for health records, and it is stored in Canada, and that's that's the law. In Canada, you have to store patient uh, information in Canada. Okay. Now, Ed, does that answer your questions? I, I, I'm sorry. I've let uh, Ed go because oh, I, I, okay. I want to move along here, and uh, we've got a lot of people who want to jump in here. Amir okay. in Vancouver, good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, just a quick question. As an employer, uh, I think this is a great idea because I have a team of 30 people, and whenever people call in sick, uh, sometimes I need them to get a doctor's note and I feel bad on two points. One, I feel bad that this person has to leave the house and go get a note because they're sick at home. Yeah. And two, I feel like it's putting a burden on the system. Do they provide an option for getting employers' doctor's notes or to the uh, to the patient? Yes, we do, as a matter of fact. And you bring up a really good point. One thing that we really like about the GoE Visit platform and the service is that an employee can access it from their desk, from their home. If they're traveling, they can access it from their hotel, anywhere there's an Internet connection. Uh, and we can not only, not only um, do, are we able to give a doctor's note so that that person doesn't have to take additional time off work, but through the, the GoE Visit partnerships that we have, we can save companies significant money on their drug costs. Uh, the the more almost thirty percent of a company's um, employment benefit program for for employees is spent on drug costs. And program like GoEvisa doesn't only uh, reduce the frequency of prescriptions. And as an example, walk-in clinics, emergency rooms, uh, prescriptions tend to happen about seventy percent of the time. Mm-hmm. With a GoEvisa, they tend to happen about thirty-eight percent of the time. So that means that the frequency of prescriptions is a lot less, so the companies are paying less. And through our partnerships, we can reduce the cost of the drug itself and reduce dispensing fees. So it's a real win. Interesting stuff. And I bet you Amir hadn't even considered that uh, as he uh, identified himself as an employer. Yes. So there's a kind of a silver lining in all of that uh, in terms of the ben- the costs of the benefit package that employers have for their Absolutely. people. Absolutely. We have a lot of employers jumping on board. Interesting. Back to the phones to White Rock this time. Bob, good morning. Uh, good morning. Um, yeah, some of them were answered before, but, you know, um, Okay, if I phone into some walk-in clinic or give, phone into the number you have, mm-hmm. uh, will I be connected right away, or do I, that person who you suggest, will they phone the local walk-in clinic, and can they phone the local pharmacist? Those are all excellent questions. When you phone into our line, we do have a patient care coordinator that will take your call. If you're not able to get in right away, we get a message right away that you have called. We will call you back, and we'll do some initial vetting to find out what your issue is. We'll let you know how much time it may be before a doctor can call you back, mm-hmm. and then you can decide whether you want to wait that time or you want to call us, want us to call you back later in the day. If a prescription is required, we can send it to the pharmacy of your choice, or we can arrange next business day delivery for you. And that's excellent for people that don't want to travel to the pharmacy or are living in remote or rural communities, and the pharmacy is, you know, an hour or two hours away. Well, plus the fact that here we are on a stinky day in Vancouver with too much snow in too many (laughs) places, and people just, you know, don't want to go out. Thank you very much. So why not just have the prescription delivered? That's right. That uh, takes a lot of pressure off, particularly people who are disabled or who are just nervous about slipping and falling on the ice. Absolutely, or or parents that are at home with with young children that don't want to have to bundle up all the kids and take them out to pick up a a prescription. Bob, thanks for the call. To Surrey, John, hello. Uh, Good morning. Um, I think this is a wonderful program, and I'd like to congratulate your guests for doing this. I think, however, that it should be just the framework for expansion into other areas of telemedicine, and that is to have specialist services available via this technology in remote places and on First Nations communities, because God knows this is where they really need a service mm-hmm. quite badly. And so my question to the guest is, does you see this service expanding to having specialist visits via telemedical services to these remote communities? Well, my question to you is, have you been looking at our business plan? 
I haven't seen it. I, I just <laughs> I'm just I'm just teasing. That's it. it, it that's sounds exactly. Like it. That's, happened, that's I, exactly. I happen to have yes. had an interest in telemedicine <laughs> yes. for 20 years now, and I, it's interesting to see that Australia is moving ahead with the yes. national backbone and other countries, Singapore, places like that. And yet, we in Canada, even though we've had the information highway for at least 20 years, we haven't really gotten very far. So this is about time, then, isn't it? Yes, and you're absolutely correct. This is just the the beginning for us. This is a service that we wanted to get out to roll out so that Canadians could start to use it right away and we could take some burden off of the the system. But we have a very comprehensive business plan that addresses exactly what you're talking about. This is just the beginning. So that uh, is, is welcome news then, John. Yes, indeed. Very good. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks, thanks for the much, very much for the call. To West Vancouver, Mariana, hello. Hello. Um, thank you. Um, this is an interesting conversation. I just caught part of it, but okay. uh, the program. But I wanted to say that there's a few issues. Um, one is that um, how do you, uh, that with doctors actually, what they do is they diagnose and they do give drugs. That is part of their mandate is to promote drugs or send you to specialists. And also, it is not true that it is at face value. When you walk into a clinic, that, that face value, I mean that they, they don't know you and they're taking your word for it. Well, actually, what happens is many people, at least where I live here, we all go to the same clinic, but we do drop in mm-hmm. often, and they do get to know you, and they do have you on file. So actually, that's, I don't think that's completely accurate, that it's always at face value. But the other thing is, regarding diagnosis, how do you diagnose an ENT problem? And... Um, I'd like I'd like to know that, and also the patient access to information uh, between different doctors. All right. How does that work? Okay. Well, well, just keep in mind first of all that GoE Visit was not was never developed to be uh, to be all things to all people. This is only non-emergency care. Right. It deals with about thirty-five non-emergency situations. And using... all of those, uh, by the way, uh, all of the types of of conditions. Have you got this, this, or this? They're all on the website, and, and so you That's could you right. could you could check and see if I'm likely to be accepted with what I've got today, because it says on the website, yeah, it looks pretty close to what I've got today. That's right. So so it it is you know keeping in mind, I, I hear what you're saying about being in a community where you all go to the same clinic and and the doctors know you and your your things are on file or your notes are on file. But we do have five million Canadians that do not have a family doctor that mm-hmm. do not have that option. And right now that many of those people are sitting in emergency weight rooms for non-emergency conditions and taking up resources and time when they don't really need to be there and there are other people that uh, need those services. But just to further to Mariana's point uh, about uh, the local walk-in clinic, you develop a bit of a scene, especially if you've only got the one mm-hmm. where you live. You get, to, you get to know the staff and they know you. Uh, essentially, though, this is the same kind of thing, only in virtual terms. So once you become a user of this service... You're on file. That's they right. know who you are. That's you have right. history. We do have your records then. But, Mariana, you brought up a really good point, and, and you phrased it as a concern, and rightly so. And that is that uh, doctors may be promoting drugs. And one of the benefits of GoE Visit is that many of the non-emergency situations that people are calling in about are virtual, are, are, pardon me, are viral. And, as you know, viral situations do not respond to antibiotics. Right. So, in fact... Uh, a visit, a virtual visit through our telemedicine service is, we prescribe maybe 38% of the time versus about 70% of the time is the norm in walk-in clinics. So we do not promote drugs. We we actually help to solve the issue of the over-prescription of antibiotics by offering home remedies and other ways to handle situations that are caused by viruses. So you said 70% of prescriptions of visits result in, in uh, office visits average. result in prescriptions. But on, on, the, on the telehealth, the ratio of visits to prescriptions being offered is quite a bit lower. Yes. So, and, Mariana, and so much, that, that's, that's the idea here. Yes. Is but to, I don't actually believe that will happen in reality. I really don't because I know people right now who have gone to doctors with colds and they get antibiotics. That's exactly that. What that's I mean, exactly but I don't think point. that's going to change with with it on e on on an e line. I don't think it'll change. When I call the health nurse with issues because I've been suggested to call the health nurse, and they, whoops, sorry, they say just to go straight to your clinic and see a doctor or go to emergency, even if it's a non-emergency issue, because they actually can't deal with it on the phone because they can't see you. 
Well, this is a different setup, though. This is not to, designed to replicate a phone call. It's 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 mm-hmm. a it's a new dimension, Mariana. That is is being as one of our previous callers has uh, said is being tried in Australia and other countries around the world. Uh, in the United States being the closest, of course, it's just brand new to Canada, and so there's a lot of kind of wrapping your head around new stuff going on here, Liz. Absolutely. And Mariana, your your concerns are, are certainly heard. However, I will say that our medical professionals are, are very stringent about um, auditing the number of prescriptions, what the prescriptions are being given for. And again, bearing in mind that these are non-emergency situations, they tend to result in, our experience has been, they tend to result in prescriptions about 38% of the time. And that's that's been the record that we that we found to this point, and we audited it very carefully. Mm, thanks for the call, Mariana. And by the way, auditing. The Auditor General of Canada spoke again uh, recently. His most recent report uh, knocked a few government departments for dragging their heels this, this way and that way. But he said straight up from the top of the report, the most common concern among Canadians right now is extended wait times in the healthcare system doesn't matter where in Canada you live it's it's a, a problem that is nationwide so this is just attempting in a small way to take some of the pressure off those enormous wait lists absolutely so then how do people get started suppose i'm listening here now and i got a bit of a a bit of a, a bit of a thing but it's not an emergency i'll get over it but it's not it's going to ruin my day or possibly the next few days so maybe i should go on this go e visit thing and get checked out how do i get started well the a request for care is very simple you can be made online through our website it can be made by telephone and soon directly from our mobile app. Our mobile app will be um, should be launched here in January. Which you can download from the website? Then? Which you can download from the Apple Store. Oh, great. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. So we, first of all, ensure that the medical CERN is appropriate for virtual diagnosis and treatment. The patient is then placed in a virtual weight room and is connected by or contacted by a medical professional via the consult of their method of choice, mm-hmm. either phone, Skype, FaceTime, whatever that, that may be. Our medical professionals can diagnose, treat, and, and if required, as we discussed, can prescribe. They can send prescriptions to the pharmacy of the client's choice if a, phar- if a prescription is required, or we can provide free next day delivery. You have an in-house pharmaceutical service as well, a pharmacy service, rather. We have a partnership okay. because we're not a pharmacy, sure. but our medical professionals deal directly with the pharmacist. So it's, it's really not unlike um, someone going in and giving their prescription to a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. We send the prescription through encrypted means, which is the only way they're accepted in Canada. And the pharmacist then would contact the client as if they were standing right in front of them get any relevant information and fill the prescription. There's that word encryption again. And and, and I'm just a little paranoid about my information (laughs) being, well, just getting out. Not that I'm any kind of specimen that would be, you know, worth knowing about. But you worry about the privacy of your life and all of this stuff. You use the same encryption technology as the banks, right? That's right. We do. And all information is stored in Canada in a private HIPAA-compliant cloud. And HIPAA is the gold standard mm-hmm. for health information records. Okay. So where do we, uh, now, the website would be the best place to go and learn more. Absolutely. Uh, and the, if, if, you, if you want to get the phone number, that's on the website. There are, you, you can register. There's all sorts of, of ways to approach. But you, you really do. The portal, most, for most people, will be the website from your phone, your, your tablet, or your desktop computer. That's right. Okay. So the website, therefore, friends, to remember is goevisit.com. Goevisit, all one word, dot com. Pretty simple stuff. And uh, how has response been? It's only been a few weeks, and we're almost out of time, but I got I just uh, testing the waters here. How has the feedback been? Are people going, well, it's about time. Let's get on this. We've had excellent feedback. We Part of our study when we were looking at offering virtual care was a study done by PricewaterhouseCooper, and that study indicated that 75% of Canadians would be willing to see a medical professional um, virtually. And that's certainly what we're seeing as a result of rolling this program out. People have been very enthusiastic in using the service. Right. So, uh, again, because of the exasperation produced by all of these wait times and, and just being in line, if you can shortcut, especially if, it's not, if you're not bleeding all over everything and seriously uh, in, in, in distress, it, it's, it's a non-emergency 
telehealth website that can help you um, cut through some of those wait times. And, and more than that, it's the convenience. Mm-hmm. It's fast. It's easy. It's comprehensive. It's with a trusted medical professional. It really is just serving a need. It's delivering care the way people are living today. They're accessing their banking, they're shopping, they're investing by using communication technology. They really want to connect with medical professionals for non-emergency situations that way as well. Well, this is, uh, as uh, one of our previous callers has said, it, it's a, a, an idea whose whose time has, is overdue and most welcome to be finally on the table and on the go. Liz Bryant is the CEO of MyCare MedTech, Inc., and they are the company responsible for GoEVisit.com. Uh, have a look, and uh, if, if you have a chance and, and want to just take a, a run at this system and see how it works for you. Love to hear some feedback from you. You can always reach us here at CKNW. Liz, uh, I have to tell you, friends, before we let her go, uh, just did her first ever radio interview. Thank you for letting that, letting that happen here in this studio. It was Thank great fun. Thank you so great, much. Great to have you with us. Thanks for all the calls, too. We're right back after this. News Talk 980 CKNW, a chorus entertainment company. This season, Freedom Mobile's new LTE plan has doubled the data. Better get it while you can. For a limited time, get Freedom Mobile's $45 smartphone LTE plan for just $40 a month. Three gigs of data plus three bonus gigs. Unlimited Canada, U.S. talk and unlimited global texting. Freedom from overages, freedom from gouging, flat monthly fees, affordable everything. Whoa, oh when you've had enough, choose freedom. Freedommobile.ca Imagine your dream home. Let's take a look inside. Ooh, a gourmet kitchen with a natural gas stove for chef-inspired meals. The ambiance and cozy glow of a natural gas fireplace on a chilly night. The soothing warmth of a relaxing bubble bath to end a long day. With natural gas from Fortis, B.C., you can add a little affordable luxury to your home. Discover more at fortisbc.com slash natural gas. That's energy at work. The Vancouver Consumer continues on News Talk 980 CKNW. Once again, thanks to Liz Bryant, CEO of MedTech and founder of virtual medical consultation service Go eVisit for joining us today and helping to bring us up to speed on some of the latest innovations in healthcare. Fascinating stuff. And now it's time for the Steel Report. Today, Linda has news of a substitute for Botox. I'm Linda Steele, and this is your Steel Report. A new alternative to Botox is creating quite the buzz. Users say the procedure where a bee venom potion is applied to the skin leaves their skin glowing and feeling tighter. CBS reporter Emily Smith explains how it works. The first step, clinical esthetician Julie Lind washes the skin clean. Then she applies a bee venom potion that triggers the wound healing actions of the skin, ultimately creating a collagen synthesis. A second coat of the venom is applied. Then the client's face is wrapped in gauze where the potion sits for about 10 minutes. Clients feel a burning and a stinging sensation on their face because the venom actually tricks your body into thinking your face has been stung. It believes that it needs to be healed. So trying to heal your skin in some ways because it believes that it's been under attack. The trend is apparently popular with celebrities like Kate Middleton, Gwyneth Paltrow, even the Spice Girls. But watch out because if you're allergic to bees, this treatment is probably not the right fit for you. I'm Linda Steele. The Steele Report for Alpine Credits. Homeowners get approved. Visit alpinecredits.ca. Thank you, Linda Steele, for that report this week. Interesting stuff. A couple more consumer quickies before we go. These are not great days for gold bugs. Investors in the yellow metal are seeing the fifth consecutive week of losses in value as a number of factors weighed it down. Gold enjoyed quite the spike after the Brexit vote in the U.K. this summer, and it's been down about 15% since then. And now, with the U.S. Federal Reserve expected to raise American interest rates on Wednesday, a stronger U.S. dollar is expected to impede any rally. In gold. Despite all time highs in the stock markets, gold is finishing 2016, as the experts say, on the ropes and will likely stay that way well into next year, especially if the Fed continues to increase, increase rather, interest rates as is expected at least twice. So let's see. Interest rates and food costs going up, housing and gold prices coming down. All the more reason to find yourself a new bar to call home away from home, and as early as this week, too. 
Vancouver Canucks ownership figure they have the answer as they open the sports bar at Rogers Arena this coming Friday when the Canucks host the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is a 550-seat restaurant and bar with views of the arena and access from either inside the arena or off the Georgia Viaduct. 120 seats inside the sports bar will be ticketed. The rest are wide open. The bar itself, 90 feet long and decorated like an NHL blue line. Longest bar in B.C., they say. Apparently, the loot they spent on the entertainment systems alone would set up most other bars fully. The sports bar will be open for all Canuck home games as well as all other events and concerts at Rogers Arena. It's in the Aquilini Center West Tower on the fourth floor. That's our show for this week. Join us next Sunday at 11 for another edition of Vancouver Consumer right here on News Talk 980 CKNW. This season, Freedom Mobile's new LTE plan has doubled the data. Better get it while you can. For a limited time, get Freedom Mobile's $45 smartphone LTE plan for just $40 a month. Three gigs of data plus three bonus gigs. Unlimited Canada, U.S. talk and unlimited global texting. Freedom from overages, freedom from gouging, flat monthly fees, affordable everything. Whoa, oh when you've had enough, choose freedom. Freedommobile.ca An angel ornament is hung on the tree. It- Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.